Okay, is this recording? Should be. Okay. Lights. Uh, camera. Woo! That actually helps. Like for the. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You've actually done me a solid. The, the reason. Because we do never that. do that. Yeah. We never do that. I look like I'm quite far over. Yeah, we're underway. Rugby. Rugby, and today we're also doing um, all sorts of questions. I haven't seen the questions. I have briefly seen them. I saw them as I was putting well, them onto a piece of paper. I had a look through the comment section, but I do not know which questions you have It's a lot of chosen. personal questions about okay. you, Mark, right. potentially, and your love Medical life. Medical history. Medical history, sexual transmission transmission of diseases history. STD history is basically what I was trying Isn't to say. Isn't it STIs that. now? Isn't STDs kind of old, old hat? Is STDs like non-PC? Probably. Even my diseases are non-PCs. <laughs> diseases don't like being called diseases. They're only infections. Oh, so disease has a bad connotation to Maybe. it? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I can't take this. I know. i got a disease. All right, well. I, I don't know whether the world's going crazy or I'm just getting really old. You're probably just getting old. Maybe a bit of both? Probably. No, I think if you were 18, you would be fully on I the... I would be. Well, I was... <clears throat> I was as left wing as left wingers come when I was eighteen. I really was. Exactly. Uh, but now I'm, I'm not. I voted for Helen Clark because she was going to take off the student loan oh, yeah, interest. I, I I don't think I always voted Greens. Oh god, always, so that, 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 uh, that's, Greens. that's another step. That is but another the step. the Greens back in those days was like Jeanette but Simon. Yeah, and, there was a bunch of hippies. Yeah, basically, really, and it was all about the environment. Yeah, it was the environment know. party. New Zealand okay. politics, what a way to start a rugby podcast. Speaking of New Zealand though, there's Super Rugby starting, we're going to talk about that. You were really aware of that. I had no idea. <laughs> I th This is a rugby podcast and you think that the people on the podcast themselves would actually have a clear idea of what was happening in the rugby it's, world. It's still summer here in New Zealand. It is. So I feel like it doesn't quite feel like rugby season's supposed to be getting started, but it's been no. like this for a number of years now that yes. we get Super Rugby. It started, it's been starting earlier and earlier. For I don't a long know, maybe time. it's the weather, like with the floods and the cyclone, that's kind of caught us off off guard. Maybe. We're like, oh, rugby? Yeah. Like, I've caught a little bit of some preseason stuff. But I haven't not, seen a minute not... of the preseason. Oh, really? I've seen the results, but I haven't been. I've seen a little high. I've been burned too many times. Like, I used to go to the Blues, like, preseason games at, like, Alexandra Park, where they got their training facility. They would do, like, a, a game of three halves kind of thing, where the Blues uh, yeah. would play the Canes. 2020s. Like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. 30, 30, 30. And, like, the Blues would do really well, and I'd be like, yeah, we're on fire. We're going <laughs> to. And then, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, yeah. I yeah. was, I had a, a different picture of my head when you said that you've been burned at those games. For some reason, I had some like, maybe. <laughs> some <laughs> probably did get no, sunburned in the middle I, of summer. I, for some reason, I had I had like young Mark on the sidelines, and for some reason, like players were coming by and like shouldering you and like saying, <laughs> "Get out of here! Get out of here! Square <laughs> eyes." <laughs> I thought they were being mean to you or something, but yeah, you no. just mean that you were invested in the form. I was invested no, it's in a fool's, the form of preseason. It's a fool's game, that. It is. That's it is. A fool's don't, game. don't put any faith in the preseason. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter a damn. Does not matter a damn. And as Chris Rock says, you know what Chris Rock says? There's no love in the champagne room. Okay. Do, do you know what that means? Uh, I'm vaguely aware. Oh, okay, great. I don't have to explain it to you. Yeah, that's good. Let's, let's, let's just <laughs> slide on by. And, um. It's a good thing because this is on your channel, and when it's on your channel, we, we, try, we try to keep it a bit. We'll, we've dropped a few more f bombs in your in your things, which I usually bleep out like this. I, I like to think people 
by now are aware when they see the video coming up, the thumbnail, the title, like... It's not going to be the If it's not your cup of tea, then it's not your cup of tea. And that's okay. I leave that for people to make their own minds up. That's 100%. Yeah. 100%. How liberal of you. Yeah, people are grown ups. Well, maybe they're not, but they can look after themselves. You, you watch what but you want to watch. Some people are children. They're not grown ups. That's right. <laughs> not everyone. If there's a grown any up. children out there, hello, fucking are you? All right. <laughs> Have a good fucking day, you. Okay, I'll stop. I mean, I'm, the, I'm the one who's these beeps. Oh, Tony doesn't they're need a, editing. They're a pain. They are a pain. Tony doesn't. Uh, there was one. There was a, a few episodes ago. It was right. on your channel. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna swear at all. And you ripped in. You were like. <laughs> How the f*** are you going? <laughs> I was like, just every single word, I was like, oh, this is... <laughs> More work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. So Super Rugby does start this weekend. Like, from my feeling of it being here in NZ, it's kind of low-key at the moment. Like, even my dad, who's the ultimate New Zealand rugby fan. Yeah, I'm... Like, fully into his, like, you know, club rugby... Mitre 10, or not Mitre 10 Cup anymore, but you know, MPC, yeah, like, even he's not, like, cool. sending me messages saying, like, oh, son, you know, Blues are playing this weekend, it's still it's, pretty low Yeah, because there are years where you're like, there's a bit of a hum, there's a bit mm. of a buzz, but I think New Zealand's just been through a real bit of a shift uh, of late, that mm. people, yeah, you surprised me, you said, you know, Super Rugby starts this weekend. Yeah, you're like, oh, this weekend. Like, what? Yeah. What? Holy moly. Because today I didn't think we were going to be talking about Super Rugby at all. I thought we'd talk about the Welsh fiasco. 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 It's a fiasco! <laughs> I apologize about that. Um, fiasco? Fiasco. 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 You know, I've always struggled with words like dance and ass, Like, and fiasco. Like, with, like where have you had to say, because my daughter says dance. Oh, no. Or ass. Well, she doesn't say ass. My sister-in-law says Tomato. Tomato instead of tomato. Well, let's throw the whole thing out. Exactly. <laughs> potato, potato. Yeah, that's right. All right, where were we? We're talking about Super um, Rugby. I thought, uh, we were talking Wales. About, I thought we were talking about Wales. Wales is fiasco. Yeah, fiasco. Yeah, I don't understand it, and I wanted to come to you to right. tell me about it. Can we? Maybe we'll get to a little bit of Super Rugby. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Anything in Super Rugby? Well, I mean, other than the fact that Super Rugby starts this weekend. Okay, who's gonna win? Let's. The Crusaders probably. <laughs> probably. The Crusaders are probably going to win. Five years in a row. It is... raises, it's definitely raises last season in charge of the Crusaders. A number of the Crusaders guys are leaving. I mean, multiple teams are losing guys at the end of the year. So if there was a year for the Crusaders to kind of have a new hunger about winning it again, it would be the fact that for some of these guys, it's going to be their last. It's like the last dance. Have you seen that? I have. It's, it's brilliant. A, it's good. It's I'm not really into basketball good. at all, and I ate that thing up. Yeah, I like basketball. Okay. And that was yeah, too was... many squeaky shoes. Really, you wouldn't like squash. Yeah, no squash. You wouldn't like, like tennis either. Yeah. Really, not really. Oh, what's other? What other is uh, squeaky shoes? Um, sh uh, comment below uh, with uh, Worst squeaky... squeaky shoe sports. S squash is one. Yeah, squash, squash is, is a lot of squeaks. Yeah, but uh, yeah, basketball is very squeaky too. Big men squeaking. There's a movie coming out about the whole Nike thing with the Air Jordans. I saw an ad for it. Like you know how. Like Nike back in the 80s or whatever wasn't the yeah. kind of the top dog that it is now. No, Part of their thing was they got him with Michael Jordan when he was still like not even debuted in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they, made, they made a movie about it. Well, apparently they offered that deal like to get the Air Jordans. They yeah. offered that to um, Magic Johnson first. It was part of another TV series that was on okay. recently and, yeah, and he turned it down and right. he went with Adidas uh, and they worked out what those projected sales would be and he lost out on like 
like four billion dollars or something <laughs> stupid. Ouch! Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe four billion, but like a lot, a lot of money, a lot. I'm a sure lot. he still did all right. Yeah, I think he's okay. Let's don't don't worry about Magic Johnson. No, give a little page. No. no. Yeah, yeah. He was well, the only. Um, do you remember him getting H? Well, this is not a rugby podcast no. at all. I was just about to go into his HIV diagnosis back in the day. So Super Rugby starting this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Crusaders are the favourites. The Blues. Most of the New Zealand teams are predicted to do pretty well. The Aussie teams, not so much. Yeah. Moana Pacifica, the Force, and the Rebels and whatnot are supposed to be bringing up the rear. Yeah. Um, the Waratahs have got a figure side. You remember Nemati Nandolo? He's no, going to be back really? in Super Rugby. Yeah. Really? Big boy. Yeah, he's a big dude, unit yeah. man. I thought that the last time I saw him was like a couple of years ago and he just looked like he was a few paces gone. He's been playing in the Premiership and he's still been just such a tank of a man. He's just yeah. big. He's huge. Yeah. yeah. Has he still got the pace? He's got. I mean, not as quick, but many people struggle to tackle him. Yeah, we couldn't tackle him. I couldn't tackle Brad Weber. Mm. No, neither could I. He, he looks nuggety. <laughs> <laughs> nuggety halfback. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay, so he's back. Um, oh, I had a point, and I thought to myself, oh, that's something you could say, Tones, a little while ago. Super rugby. Uh, so what I didn't like about it last year mm. was the Highlanders got into a quarterfinal and they had won only two games. Was that last year or the year before? I think oh. that might have been the year before. It all blends into uh, some yeah, rich tapestry some, of oh, rugby. Oh, COVID rugby period. Yeah, it, it wasn't the greatest. But last year I was really disappointing because I was really into that Blues team. Yeah. Like, I followed them like... We had a home final. We did. We did. You still went along. Won. I went along. We still managed to lose it. I was really optimistic. We finally got a win in... Um, well, this we're we you know how we shoe hill on him a lot of all blacks content it'll just yeah. turn into a lot of blues content with basically yeah, yeah yeah we managed to get a win in christchurch for the first, for the first time, time in forever yeah. like 2007 something, something like, like that something yeah. stupid so yeah it'll be uh, look i'll enjoy watching it when it starts it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice little surprise yeah but i i was not at all I'm, i really don't know who's been in great form in the preseason or anything like that mm. i'm just looking to see who of our all Blacks are in form mm. who comes out of the gate and if there are any bolters I guess I that's think basically one it one thing they've said is the All Blacks guys because one of the problems Super Rugby has had especially in New Zealand which some would argue has kind of devalued the competition is the fact that the All Blacks guys have often been withdrawn from some yeah especially in a World Cup year especially in a World Cup year the All Blacks guys kind of get rested they're not allowed to play too many games and it just sends the message to the fans that, yeah, you don't really need to worry about Super Rugby because the All Blacks games are still to come. Yeah. But I believe they're not restricting the All Blacks as much as they have done in the past. Well, so, no, I haven't heard that, you know, that there's that rest and rotation. Mm. Or they have, like, reconditioning programs. Yeah, all that, that kind of stuff. So, they used to have, like, the first month mm. off. Yeah. Yeah, that was under Graham Henry, that a yeah. shocker. Yeah. Remember the rest and reconditioning program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, a that bit of a stinker. That was a stinker. That so yeah, a... supposedly we're going to see a bit more All Blacks in action, which is certainly good news for the cop. Before they all leave. Basically. They're... I yeah. heard Rico's leaving as well. Is he really? Yeah. Oh. Rico's son is, is going to another Japanese club. Oh God. I know. Who's going to be left? A bunch of youngsters. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see yeah. who Razor inherits. You know? Right. Oh, for the All Blacks. Yeah. See what you did there. Yeah. Leon McDonald's been linked with Scotland. Oh, to replace the... Gregor Townsend after the World Cup. Who? Oh, really? <clears throat> That's a nice little pickup. Yeah. Who is the assistant coach who used to be the, the assistant coach for Scotland? Used uh, to be Brad Moore. 
little that was showing yeah. that showing that he wasn't a problem. Fozzy. Looking at you, Fozzy. Suck my dick, Fozzy. <laughs> don't suck my dick, Fozzy. I don't mean anything personal, I just don't don't think you're the best coach in the country. That's true. Yeah, don't so, suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you were I mean an He comes on, he's like drop trout, Jones. <laughs> It is time. <laughs> so well. Uh, You've got to get a tattoo of Fozzy. Uh, there's a lot of conditions that aren't going to happen <laughs> okay, for okay, that. Okay. So, so. Anyway. I, um, do, I remember we had that conversation in our very first podcast about the conditions for that. And you know what you did? You put a little card for that. <laughs> never done that. You've never done that for any of my cards. <laughs> the one time you did. Yeah, Tony's got to get a tattoo of the All Blacks win the World Cup yeah. and that video you made about the All Blacks. Uh, about about Fozzy. About Fozzy needs to get 75,000 views. Where okay. I think it's on not that many. I'm going to just refresh, refresh, <laughs> refresh. 20,000 views, I think. So, And they have to win the World Cup too. Okay. Um, but the, and one of the reasons that I wasn't really aware was I was balls deep in Scotland and Ireland right. content. I made a you video. You made a video. Yes, it popped up in my feed on the way Ooh. just before I left to come here I and I was it. like, oh my goodness. See, hopefully there's a card there. Did you, look at it. There's a card. I'll, link to, the ta- I'll link to the tattoo video. Thank <laughs> <laughs> like shit. Uh, yeah, so, You're gushing. Uh, yeah, I was gushing. That's basically it. It was a very weird video. One thing I realized that about my content, you know how yourself and other content creators yeah. make videos about the teams? Right. I make videos about myself. <laughs> this is why I like Scotland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just do my relationship. I guess it's yeah. this perspective. Yeah, yeah, Tony's two cents, eh? Yeah, with Tony's narcissistic <laughs> channel. <laughs> basically. Nice. Nice. Mm. But yeah, uh, Super Rugby getting started. Long story short, New Zealand team's big-time favourites. Aussies not supposed to do too well. Um, fingers crossed, at least one Hope, of the Aussie teams has a good step up. We've got Larkham back in charge of the Brumbies. And I, what about the Drua and Moana Pacifica? The I Drua, they... I think in preseason, the Drua have actually looked pretty good. Yeah, right. Although one of their star wingers, Habusi, from last year, got mm-hmm. cut. Here he's like a Fijian flyer, that guy. Yeah, but I think he got cut from... Uh, He's a Fijian winger, is Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. cut from the draw because of uh, off the field. Oh, naughty boy. Yeah, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So. That's no good. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. You've That's really, a bit of a downer. You've really spoiled the Great mood. player. Gone. Maybe not greatest off the field. We all make mistakes, Mark. We all, make we mistakes. all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Oh, oh, damn. I wanted to get these questions out. I really did. Also, the MLR. No, I don't want to know about the MLR. the MLR. I don't care. I didn't Who gives watch, a shit? I, I, about... didn't, I didn't watch any games yet, but the Jacks, the Free Jacks, <laughs> Hand Jackets. <laughs> they won. Oh, thank God. They New won. England. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on. So they won. I did see the results, but I haven't seen any of the games yet, sadly. Okay. But they are free to air on the Rugby Network, not sponsored. But if you want to watch. Uh, Ma'anonu, 40 yeah. years old, still playing some rugby. Yeah. You can watch with another six people. There's a bunch of like guys, like, you know, Kara Pryor, like uh, former multiple, I think, Super What happened to uh, The Beast? Wasn't he a part The of Beast, it? he was there well, for Beast like a season, now, but he's know, retired. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a bunch of kind of former Super Rugby guys who are still floating about uh, in the old competition. Hugh Roach, uh, one of the Aussie guys, is still there. Is it bad when someone says floating about, I can't help but think No, you don't go there. You don't go to your toilet and have it. Thank you. It's a rugby podcast. You and your floaters. I've got a story though today. Um, so, questions. <laughs> can I tell you my story? Warning. What you're about to hear is probably not ideal for children. Skip forward at least about a minute. Okay, it makes me sound like a prick on multiple levels. It makes me seem like some sort of 
I don't know. So, whenever the clean, uh, we have cleaners that come to our house once a fortnight, right? And they clean up, they, which is great. It's great to have a cleaner around. Um, they're I'm lovely glad people. You're injecting some money into the economy. <laughs> exactly, they're wonderful people. But whenever they get there, get to get here, it's always like Pavlov's dog. Like they arrive, and I don't need to shit the whole day. <laughs> but as soon as they get here, I'm just like, oh, I need to go. I need to, I need to push one out. <laughs> Today got really bad. Your brain is like, I need to get value for money. <laughs> no, but I don't do it. I just sit there. I was so bad today. I was like, so much fun. I drove down to the picture station. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, because I didn't want to take a shit. Because they were like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad. Anyway, that's a non-related re- re- story. Chat, yeah, thanks, pal. Um... <laughs> But we have questions, but... Do you want to get into Wales before we go with the oh, questions? I don't know what's going on. So the regions, no one's happy, no one's getting money. What's the My understanding of it very sad is over there. basically a lot of the regions have, I think, been told, because they get some of their funding, I'm not sure if it's all of their funding, from the WRU. And they've kind of been told, hey guys, we're going to be tightening the purse strings for next year. And a lot of the clubs are like, oh shit, we're not going to have money to pay all of you guys who are currently under contract. Yeah, right. So a lot so of guys are, are professional looking, guys. These are yeah, fully professional players. Just, it'd be just like if you know suddenly New Zealand rugby said to the Super Rugby teams, "Shit, we need to cut the budget by twenty percent," and all the Super Rugby teams were looking at, "Oh God, we're going to have to let cuts. some people go." Uh, Wales have got a sixty cap rule in that if you want to play for Wales, you yeah. need to be based in Wales. Same way we've oh, got the rule for wow. players in New Zealand, except if you get to 60 caps you can go abroad and still be eligible so that's their rule to try and keep the talent in oh, Wales wow. but they're looking at potentially scrapping that so these Welsh teams can kind of let some of the big names go to yeah, open up right. some financial so if you're kind a young, of space young superstar you could be going from well, one of the guys the guy Joe Hawkins who played in the last two rounds of the Six Nations he's just signed to go to Exeter which is in England so like it's one of their he's only like 20 years old he's come so, through the academy he's like one of their products that should be you know Signing a three-year deal with, um, I think it's the Ospreys. Like, yeah, he's uh, should he's, he's leaving. So, yeah, they're already feeling the effects of it. What is the shortfall in cash about though? Was it? In I think it's all uh, maybe a potential COVID-related, maybe a bit of mismanagement with some money going into projects other Do they than get players. Decent so. crowds, decent sponsorship. They love their rugby and the, Cymru. The regions haven't had the flashes attendances. I mean, I watched mm. a couple of the games of the weekend. Cardiff seemed to have a pretty good crowd, but there's often games where you'll switch on and you'll be like, Ugh. you know, not the not the greatest. Sometimes it looks like the old Super Rugby crowds, but. Right. Super rugby crowds are often played Sometimes, in like twenty or thirty thousand seaters, whereas this isn't like in a ten thousand seater, and it still looks kind of sparse. I, uh, I and it's, the teams haven't been doing that well, so you know when teams are doing poorly, you don't get the yeah, kind of exactly. fair weather fans, right? You only get the diehards in. Exactly. I've been to a few North Harbour versus Manawatu two game and games, and it's like this does this isn't a crowd. This is a focus. Group. This is like parents and like yeah. <laughs> you know exactly family it's, and friends. This basically, is, this is more than a first of thing game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a real shame. And if they can't hold on to that talent, and hopefully the common sense prevails and they find a way to yeah. hold on to the talent, retain a really positive mm. uh, competition, yeah. but uh, have some flexibility so guys can still represent their country, yeah. but you know, make well, it It make. seems like the highest risk guys, because Alan Wynne-Jones and Warren Gatlin had a press conference about it, it seems like the highest risk guys are kind of like the fringe players at these, not super, <laughs> the URC club. So the big name guys have obviously got no problem finding work, but what? if you're some... Yeah. You know, third string guy who only gets a game 
when there's other people injured or unavailable, then you you're are the squad kind of, member. Yeah, basically, if you're a squad member, you're the maybe the first guy to maybe not get his contract renewed. But if they scrap that 60 cap rule or reduce it down to like a 40 cap rule or a 20 cap rule, some of the maybe bigger contracts can go play in France or play in Japan, like we, wow. we get with the kind of sabbaticals things here. Maybe open up a bit of space. But then the flip side of that is you don't get your big name Welsh players playing in Wales, so maybe that further hurts and also the regions, the, right? And the, and the teams get worse as well. Yeah. Which, so, yeah, no, it's that's, a bit of a catch-22. That sounds like a really rough situation. Not good. Yeah. yeah. Wales rugby, eh? Mm, just one just challenge a, after another. It's a bit messy. Oh, God, and I feel bad. I took a couple of shots at them. And made one them. thing, also, they've had the old Netflix crew oh, filming this documentary. Yeah. The uh, Apparently, they've just been told to f*** off, basically, oh, by the Welsh. Like another beat. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> off, basically. The Netflix crew have just been told, f*** off. Don't, don't, Stop it! Stop it! Don't, like, they're not giving them access to, like, the, you know, the team meetings and the trainings and stuff, so uh, that's not going to be well, ideal. Gets, which kind of sucks, though, because, yeah, like... Yeah, I think Getz um, expressed some concern about that yeah. right off the bat. He yeah. said, I worry that this having them around is going to show my players and my management in a bad light right. or show, have, show them have bad character. Yeah, yeah. I, a lot can be done with editing and all right. that sort of stuff, but I don't know. I think, like, I was watching Full Swing, which is a Netflix one, okay. like uh, Drive to Survive, what's a Drive, Formula One. Drive to Survive was the interesting one. And the Full I, Swing's <clears> really good, too. I watched the first season of Drive to Survive, and I noticed within, like, one or two episodes, I was like, where's McLaren? Where's Ferrari? Like, where are the two biggest teams in the sport? Two of the biggest teams. Yeah, no, And they like, weren't there because they didn't, Netflix didn't have access to them in yeah. that first season. But the first season was so popular. It Second season, guess what? They're there. They were there. So I would be yeah. surprised if the same didn't happen. I th- remember there was, like... Sport- you don't want to be ignored, right? Get no. the attention. 100%. And also, you've got to understand the current climate that we're in. Mm-hmm. And, like... These types of documentaries are a way for fans to get That's one right. step closer and for them to engage with That's it. That's right. You know, and brings us a huge amount of new interest, yeah. you know. Whether things are going terribly or That's going right. really, really well. Exactly. Like yeah. have you seen those that Ryan Reynolds and um Oh they bought that football yeah, club, yeah, yeah, yeah welcome yeah. to Wrexham. The attention, uh, man, it's just gold. Yeah, hundred percent. I and mean for me as an example, I haven't watched Formula One since like freaking Michael Schumacher days. Yeah, right. But with this upcoming season you're into it like me and my I want to watch it with my boy like I, yeah. now I've got I've watched all the drivers for five seasons I know some of the new drivers yeah. I know the teams I know kind of where they're at it just got me back into 100%. the sport well, so that's what Formula 1 is it's all when you're in it and you're watching it and you follow it year to year it's yeah. a, it is a, a soap opera that's right you know and you you, you understand the minutiae you read yeah. everything about what's going on but this was just condensed it and just made it all just so concentrated and juicy yeah. and that's what blooming, you know like and I don't think anyone walked out of that with looking awful no like people they didn't do a hatchet like, job yeah, no, no no and i don't think yeah i don't know what the what production company within netflix mm. was actually going to be doing it or anything like that but because things can go wrong mm. within um i used to work in reality television believe nice. not. i did i used to find the talent you know what i got told by one of my executive producers what's that find us dumb pretty people we can take advantage of basically that was it and it was like pretty ruthless had to quit yeah yeah i was like this is not a not a good good environment well, yeah well that's not the impression i got from any of the netflix documentaries. No, like we talked about we talked about the michael jordan one we talked about drive to survive they've been pretty even-handed from what i know about them yeah. so yeah I, I can't imagine they would be doing a hatchet job they'd probably take the angle of wales being up against the wall and i think even if this <clears> thing 
uh, comes out, I think they'll edit it in a highly dramatic mm-hmm. way, and it'll it'll be compelling. Yeah, but that's like, that, that's good. They that's, get that's kicked gonna, out. People like, who maybe haven't watched Wales or their local regions for a while might get back into the game. Hundred percent. I don't think it's a wise move, personally. No. But what do I know? Yeah. I'm just some dude sitting in theatre too. Well, you are. You are. That's where we are. You're doxing me. Mm. Uh, so it's great to be out here in Henderson North. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that's the state of affairs with uh, Wales. Yes. I think we really cracked it there. We re- I don't think we came up with any good solutions. I feel quite down for them, actually. Yeah, that sucks. It really sounds like a nasty, shitty situation. Mm. But and to commemorate Wales, I thought I'd get my red, my red binder out. We asked people in the last podcast, which is also available on Spotify and Google, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, if you want to listen. Um, we asked for questions, and we got a good response. Look, so how am I supposed to read that one? Like, you printed that pretty I, small. Why did I print that so small? Like, they can't see that. But like, this is <clears throat> some of these are a decent size, some of them are not. Mm. So uh, these are your questions. Well, Thank said. you so much for all the people who gave us questions. I'm sorry we got a lot of questions. Not all of them are going to be covered. Mm. But I, I grabbed a few and I didn't really do it like, like, oh, that's a good question. I just kind of was like, oh, shit, Mark's coming around. I better grab some of these questions. So if you wrote a really good question and it's not on here, I apologize. It's not because it was a bad question. But just anyway. Just because you suck. It's just because that's exactly right. It's because I suck. So just... Be mindful of that. This guy. Yeah, him. Oh. <laughs> I'll stop. Okay, I'll stop. all right, all right. Stop it. Stop <laughs> the <laughs> swearing, okay? Okay, so our first uh, question was right. from Phil Coffee, okay? Uh, question Phil Coffee? Yeah, Phil Coffee. It's spelled C-O-F-F-E-Y, as you can see there. Okay. Um, question to discuss. Do you think Ireland are once again peaking too early in a World Cup year? Also, is Kalon Doris the best rugby player in the world right now? Mm. Cheers, men. Nice. Thanks, well, he's certainly, to you, he's certainly in phenomenal form. He is. I would find a... I mean, there's a number of guys who you can, you know, argue to the cows come home about who's the best player in the world right now, but... Would you take... Um, would you take Artis, Dupont? Would you take Xavier? Would you take Doris? I think Doris is playing better than he did last year, and he played pretty bloody well last year. So, I mean... He's a world-class player. He's in the conversation. Yeah, he's definitely, it's not definitely like, he's closer to a yes than a no anyway. You know, you, it's not a ridiculous question. So that, that says a lot. You're, you, I think out of all the players in the world right now, you're fanboying, fanboying hardest over Kalen Doris. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. magnificent. Exactly. Yeah. We, I, we, have, we have got the full frame at the moment. So just be careful on those arousal levels. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Kalen Doris fighting, carrying and tackling. And, oh, he just oh. does it all, man. He does yeah. do it all. It's, it's, it's really... What about the first part of this question mm. was are uh, peaking? Are they um, peaking too early? I don't reckon. I don't reckon they are. If I don't any, think if, they are either. If anything, you could maybe make that argument about France more so than Ireland right now because France's results haven't been as resounding as um, especially that result. As Ireland's ones. It'll be. It'll come out in the wash in terms of how Italy go in the rest of this mm. um, uh, tournament yeah. as to how bad that that um, first game was. Yeah, really. for sure. Because they re- that was not a game that people were expecting to mm. be that competitive yeah but in terms of ireland if you go back to it's because i've been balls deep in ireland a little bit recently i looked back on the 2019 results yeah i think they lost handily to france and to england yeah in they were the, it was i think the opening game was against england in dublin and, they, and it was kind of like i remember because based on ireland's 2018 season i was fanboying hard about and that. they just come off about a, that a, joe schmidt yeah that eras and i was like man 
nobody's going to beat Ireland, the Six Nations, and then yeah, they they just didn't do well. It, they just seem to get figured out. Yeah. They, they played their cards as you know, opposed the year to this year. They've <clears throat> just come out with just the sharpest precision. Yeah, and just done everything with such a high degree of composure. Yeah. And belief. They seem know. very adaptable as well. Joe Schmidt yeah. seems to be a bit more rigorous in his gameplay and like yeah. more more defined, whereas you know, these guys can play a bit more yeah, heads up rugby. They're not under as kind of strict instructions, yeah. seemingly from from my viewing of it anyway. But yeah, if you if you're an Irish fan, which I presume some of you mm. are definitely Irish fans out there, there's a lot to be excited about. I said in my video, they I know it's in France, but I they, they're my favourite for the World Cup right now. The only thing I look at with the Irish going for the World Cup is just the mental factor of the whole quarterfinal thing. That's the biggest roadblock for Ireland. If they can get over that and hump like the New Zealanders had to with 2011, although we were at home, but still, you know what I mean? And you're not going to be given a Japan or an Italy or an Argentina. Like, Argentina are a tough team to play mm. and they can beat anyone on their day. Mm. Uh, but you're, you're not going to get somebody who's pushing to be in the top five or mm. even top eight you're yeah. going to get one of the three best teams in the world that's right so that's that's hard mm. it's it's that's that's as big as your final so you're gonna win a world cup man as we go you gotta win those games but that's yeah. the sort of game you expect in a semi-final mm, not a quarter not final a but it's almost like it's kind of like they've got the boss level mm, the quarter straight final. up yeah, yeah, yeah true. it's hard all right um okay this is the next question thank you it's from cathal healy cathal mm -hmm. healy cathal hmm Interesting name. Any relation to Kian? Kian Healy? Tell us below, Cathal. Didn't you say Kian wrong once and you got corrected about the said pronunciation? Kian. Because I read my stuff off of auto cue. Right. And sometimes it just. And there's a Kian healing and they're like, what? God, it just had, yeah. But it was great for the algo. <laughs> like, sure. people could read I don't mind getting the name corrections. I get them wrong as well. Yeah. Is Joe Schmidt going <laughs> to bring the ABs back <laughs> to their best um, to their best for the world? Um, I get best form for the World Cup, I'd say. I think Joe Schmidt's got a good role with the All Blacks in that he doesn't have to run the show. He's, he's not the head coach. He's not the head coach, but he does what he does. And he's got the most kind of analytical brain in world rugby. So if there's a coach who can look at an opposition team and work out a way to beat them, that's probably, you know, that's his forte. Yeah, um, absolutely. Sometimes the thing I worry about with the All Blacks is the All Blacks can take a little bit of that arrogance and they're just, we're going to play our game yeah, and we're going to win. Yeah. And it's not as kind of flexible like... Being a Kiwi and our two main sports being rugby and cricket, I've always watched like our cricket team who've never maybe had the same skill levels as other teams, but no. they would do the research. Yeah, they, they, would. They, they would like find this batsman likes to play this shot. This is the way we set a trap for him kind of thing. Whereas yeah. the All Blacks have just kind of been, you've seen sometimes interviews with them where they've been like, who are you worried about, about the opposition yeah. team? I think I remember they asked Brody Retellick once and he was like, um... He got the name wrong. He said yeah, somewhat. Yeah, they're barely even aware. They of don't even it. know who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I'm hoping it's changed a bit. And since they said, then. I remember Brody Retellick said about Mario Toje. He said, "I'm stoked about Mario Toje. It's great to have someone who's decent to play." <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I, um, which is an interesting way to kind of mm. look at it. But the the All Blacks sort of there's all sorts of mantras with the All Blacks, mm. so it's not exactly a mantra. But one of the things is just worry about yourselves. Right. Worry about what doing what what you're doing, what your task mm. is. You know, get that right. The guy yeah. next to you, get it right. We are the, we are, to fall we place, are the world's right? best players. Yeah, 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 if you yeah, yeah. do your job, it's easy. Yeah. You know? But I hope with Joe Schmidt there, he can bring that analytical edge and, you know, just prep the team for, you know, how best to beat the opposition. And things got better. Yeah, Things got sure. better. There was a market Joe. turnaround with the coaching changes and Joe Schmidt's influence on the team, I think, for sure. We still lost to Argentina. We still had a close call against Japan. Yeah, not There's still products. massive, massive yeah. question marks around the world. But they're tracking the right direction. 
So, mm, are they? Yes. You heard it here, not first, but you heard it here. How about <clears throat> that? Okay, Ruth Sodden. Sodden, that's a good one. Sodden is sort of like, I just, it reminds me of being very wet. I was just thinking the same yeah, thing. You're like, oh, you're sodden. <laughs> anyway, Ruth, thank you for this. Uh, since you wanted, I, I actually haven't read some of these. Uh, since you wanted random questions, what animals best align with different rugby teams oh. by style of play? Great question, Ruth Sodden. Love that sort of stuff. So let's let's start with uh, the Japanese. The Japanese. I would something small, agile, and nimble. And with lots of energy. I'd say a meerkat. A meerkat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A meerkat, but like ferocious. A ferocious meerkat. Okay. okay? But on. like, uh, like six hundred of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Quite, like in, in their own way, powerful. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll throw some other names at you. Uh, how what, about... what in New Zealand then? Oh, what in New Zealand? I'd say New sexy, sexy beast of an animal. A camel. Uh... <laughs> Two humps. <laughs> One for both of us. <laughs> um... Um, no, I wouldn't call him a camel. Uh, what's a fast? Uh, a black panther. I was thinking black panther as well. Maybe it's just yeah. all black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're not that Like creative. sleek, you know. Yeah, yeah, precise. yeah. Precise. Eff effective. Don't waste energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do everything with purpose. Yeah. You know, but also uh, lose to whatever the Irish animal is. Uh, what would be the Irish animal? I, I felt, this is not true, but the first thing that came to my mind was a drunk pig. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's not your style of play. I think it's just... I was like, Ireland? What's an animal? <laughs> I'm Irish, by the way. Yeah, 75% uh, according 75%, to the DNA test. 12% Scottish. Mm. Fully Gaelic. Well, very Gaelic. Very uh, Celtic, I should say. Okay. I did one of those a while back, but I can't really remember. It was all UK, Ireland. Yeah, right, okay. Pretty much nothing... Nothing dramatic. You seem very connected to your heritage. Be expected. What do you mean? What would have been dramatic? Oh my god, he's Pakistani. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been a bit random. Well, my my grandmother would always tell this story about how we had this like American Indian like great you something, and I was like, even as even as a kid, I was kind of like, that seems like bullshit. Did so, you say that? You say sit on that and spin, grandma. No, no, don't say that, but, yeah. <laughs> was this your grandma who also told you about how? <laughs> Your dad tried to have sex with her. Is that the same grandma? Eh? No, but they met. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's the same grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same grandma. It well, is. podcast. That was a very one of our earlier podcasts. Right at the end of She's it, a doozy. We, we tell a great tale about that. Yeah, one. dad didn't like that. <laughs> Sorry. Neither did mum. They actually oh, came back and gave me some feedback on it. Sorry, Morgan's. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, sorry to relitigate that. That, that's actually tale. quite a hard question the, the whole animal association thing okay well i i've with australia i would go with a dingo uh is that just like name an australian animal but they're fast okay uh they're not particularly reliable not that threatening they're not that <laughs> but they can take away a baby they can steal a baby uh where for the south africans i would go with a like, bear or something yeah or some sort of wildebeest or okay yeah, yeah. Uh, You're actually associating the land with the animals that live on that land. I think land. it's appropriate. Okay. So whales would go a dragon. Uh, well, they're not real. Whales, I would go like a, um, a homeless man about to shit himself to death. <laughs> Next question. 
Okay. Oh, look at the size of the font on that guy. I wear glasses, man. You're gonna have to. Gonna have okay. To how am I gonna read this? Great pod, lads. Mm. Thank you very much. Oh, I should say his name first. Uh, Desert Croft. I don't know if it's Desert Croft or Desert Croft. I always get it mixed. How do you spell dessert and desert? Dessert's got two S's. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. Great pod. Uh, question. Mm. Would you like a touring? I can't believe I can read this. Mm. Would you like a touring side? A la the British and Ireland Lions to take on a Southern Hemisphere players. Basically, with the uh, Southern, yeah, Lions, yeah, yeah, Southern yeah. Lions team kind of thing. That comes up a lot. Like, what would a Southern Hemisphere British and Irish Lions style team look like? You know, best players from, I think it's usually Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. We don't yeah. really get Argentina in there because they don't do the Lions tours. Yeah, right. So, yeah, you know, I mean, that would be awesome just to Just before we dig into this one, mm-hmm. you know what I'd love to see? The British and Irish and Lions, British and Irish and Lions. To Argentina? No, play France. Oh, yeah. I would really like to see that at the moment. That would at the a, moment, yeah. yeah. In the past, when the French have not been that great, it wouldn't be as I think flash. that would be a hell of a series. The thing moment. with the Lions is always the whole cohesion thing. You get all these great players, you put them together, they got no game time together, it doesn't work as well. It doesn't work as well as you think it should work. And then it's, it's just about trying to gel them. And as then, much and, as you can, shoehorn it in kind of thing. And then just getting it for those couple of last tests. That's maybe. right. Yeah, they, That's and, always the challenge. So. Yeah. And they keep shortening the bloody tours as well. Like The old tours used to be huge. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, they need time together don't they but there's no game time uh, yeah and I, but i think it's such a fun concept though. oh yeah it'd be it great. really it really is but I, I don't see it ever happening no there's no spot in the calendar for it they struggle to fit in what they've got at the moment the closest we get is a barber side which is largely made up of southern hemisphere guys so and also but it would the, be great by the way there was a lot of questions just saying do you think ireland are going to screw the pooch this year so if you ask one of those questions we answered it with right. um mr coffee mr phil coffee earlier yeah Okay, uh, uh, Sean Friel says, Great stuff, lads. That's you and me. Thank nice. you, Sean. Um, is Sean S-E-A-N? Or is yeah, it the S- Irish way. Nice. That's, that's, my, my, that's my preferred Sean. No offence to people who spell Sean the other way, but my one of my best mates in, in primary school, and still my mate now, was a Sean S-E-A-N. Scottish mother. So Can I see a, your best mate and, and up your father, a dead father? Mm-hmm. Like, that's my dead father's name. Also S-E-A-N. Yes, nice. There we go. 100%. Uh, great stuff, lads. Sean Friel is not my dad. That's okay. good. That's good. Um, will you set up live podcasts for the World Cup? It would be great crack. Mm. I get, never used to know what band- crack was. There's a few words that I've kind of learned in the old YouTubing days. Yeah. Crack is one of them. I had to yeah, kind of, it in a pipe. I had to Google that one. It's not the crack I was thinking of. Yeah, right. Um, also, a few Afrikaans words like I never knew what liquor, liquor, and cuck. Cuck. Cuck mm. is a shit. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've got- Got a steaming cock brewing. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's probably a few more, but those I've are the top crack. of my head. I see every now and again number plates with K A K. I thought something, I always something. thought it crack was spelled C R A I C. Yeah, he's just spelled like crack because I'm going to step in a crack. Oh. Uh, That's not my kind of crack. <laughs> anyway, will we do live podcasts? I, we probably will do probably some live views. We'll, live, we'll watch. We'll, we'll watch find games. a game which is at a reasonable hour. Yeah, exactly. It'll probably well, be in the then, morning. They're all pretty horrendous. Either midnight or we like just 8 a.m. Might have just have to suck it up and you can come over in your PJs. Okay. That'll be fun. I don't actually have pajamas. Oh, naked then. <laughs> <laughs> Tilt the camera up a little bit. Exactly. There's like, cocked <laughs> out. Um, Caitlin Doris. <laughs> like, something's peeking in the camera. Um, okay. Oh, Thank you, Sean. But yeah, we uh, thanks for the compliment as well. Mm. Oh, God. How am I... You try and read this one. You've got glasses on. Okay. Which one am I doing? Look, look, look at the size of... Why did I do this? 
That's from Jaden Campbell. Uh, next week's question week here is mine. If you were in control of New Zealand rugby, uh -oh. what changes would you make to ensure the future generations remain <sighs> interested in rugby as a spectator sport? Sorry, Showing more free-to-air games is an obvious choice, but I'm keen for other ideas. That's what's the first his, question. What's the second question? Because that's a big... second question is about UFC. Oh, if you okay. were forced to have a cool. UFC, I guess, fight with yeah. any current All Black, who would be your first and last choice of opponents? Oh, you got to go with one of the halfbacks, probably. I'm six foot four, so I'd probably have the reach to kind of jab the shit out of one of them and run mm. away as best as I can. But I those you. guys have got lots of energy. Maybe a, I could run away from a prop for probably quite a while. I think literally every professional athlete who plays rugby would is, destroy is, me within 20 is, seconds. You up. basically and, um, and, and, and me too by the way i'm not just yeah yeah, yeah 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 um but who if, if i had to fight somebody i would fight um Kupuzo. Kupuzo? yeah <laughs> you did that on purpose <laughs> um couple uh just because uh i think i've got a good 30 right. years and i might hopefully have a little he just seems so if you grabbed him and just kind of flopped on him you might be able to yeah, pin him down maybe mm. yeah yeah just seems like the smallest slightest yeah like he'd be a lot quicker and he'd still probably absolutely smash did he say shit. all blacks or did he say oh, any he? international player oh, have a ufc we have to we both have to join the ufc dude um because if it's all blacks well it's an all black so yeah, yeah. sorry uh, i need a couple what sort of change oh, past or present no i think just current damn it current. i was about to say terry wright uh, yeah, yeah. Current no, All Blacks, they all they're, they're all quite they're, they're, intimidating. Aaron Smith's not that big. He's no. getting old as well. Yeah, that's not a bad shot. Maybe, also, yeah, and okay. he seems to kind of like he he's quite into his appearance, so he just doesn't seem as okay. You but take... he, would, he would still f me up, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um... who would I not want to fight? I mean, some of those guys seem pretty angry. Rico, not Rico. Akira Iwani uh, seems pretty Uwana, angry. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very good one. I, yeah. I wouldn't want to fight Adi Severe. Yeah. He'd be um, ferocious. Dane Coles is a bit of a grub. He'd, he'd get yeah, you below he'd, the belt. He'd grab your testicles. Yeah, so. he would. Although so. you can't do that in the UFC. He'd get a point deducted. Mm. So there you go. He might be in the chance for the fight itself. Okay. Oh, Samasoni Tokyo. He's a big unit. Yeah. If he did ground and pound, you'd be gone. Yeah, that would be an awful, awful situation. Yeah. Basically, anyone in the front five or anyone in the forwards is horrible. Anyone that centers is oh they're all tough. they're all big human beings man I do not want to yeah. fight any I don't want to fight I'm gonna anybody. say I'm gonna say if I had to fight one of them would be he's not he's not even Carol but I was about to say D Mac oh yeah he's current enough he's um, got a smile he likes his teeth yeah he's a bit of a pretty boy yeah exactly he wants to get hit. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he probably still got some gas yeah um he, uh, I think he would my shit up there, there's no right answer to that question they're all equally bad yeah options. exactly okay um, what was the first question uh, oh about new zealand rugby oh, oh i don't think we can tackle that i think that's what would we do to fix uh new zealand rugby uh if i was appointed ceo the first thing i would do was would be step down as ceo that would be my first move and then yeah. and then move to another country and, and forget it ever happened. There's lots of things that need fixing, man. I mean, uh, getting yeah. the grassroots right is probably the fundamental thing with every rugby union, to be honest. Because yeah. if you don't have people engaged at grassroots level, you don't have the future. So I think that's the key one. A stadium experience in New Zealand, I think, kind of sucks. I think they could do a lot better job with getting people engaged uh, Even at the ground. Even like, I love Eden Park. 
it's a special place, right? But it's a crappy place to go watch rugby. Especially for, I mean, all yeah. those games, it's good. But for Super Rugby games, it's pretty stiff. When you go to the Caton, it's great. Because you go, you, you preload. You, the yeah, but, are oval. He's so far from the game. Hamilton's No, but I just better. mean just in, in terms of game. Right, where it's located. Jeez, oh, by the time I get to the game, I'm like, eight beers cut and I'm just trying to fucking mm. line up for the toilets. Yeah. Um, but like, in terms of like, being at the stadium, having a good time, being yeah. straight back out at the bars, catching up with people. Yeah. Whereas, like the closest place is Kingsland, and, and Kingsland's mm. you know still a bit of a, a trek away in town. Mm. Like that central city, that waterfront <clears throat> um, stadium would have been. You're coming at this from a very Auckland perspective. Well, national stadium, isn't it? Really. It's and that's the way not grassroots. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things like we mentioned, but I mean. Um, yeah, getting the engagement. I think they could learn a lot from sports like the UFC, which does really good work with the personalities. Even Rugby League does really yeah. good pieces about who are these players? Why do yeah. they want to play for this club? Why do they hate that team? Like, why do the Blues want to go and f*** up the Crusaders? Yeah, that's, exactly. that's a cool storyline, but they yeah. keep everything very bland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's, rugby, very, it's very beige. It's very about yeah. rugby values. Very about Kiwi rugby values. They, they, they need to... I mean, this may sound simple, but they need to lower the bar a little bit take like, it to the mattresses yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah. other sports do it really well yeah 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 and then but the things the thing is they're not actually they're not putting taking it to the gutter they're just being a little bit more genuine yeah because yeah, yeah. there are players out there who don't like don't each other. You? that's right there are teams that freaking play that yeah, up yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing exactly. the, the, the whole Auckland canterbury thing growing up was huge 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah it's been a bit yeah like i said it's bland yeah so. i miss like how much they had a carlos you know? Yeah, that's you know, a great. Were, that's always a great storyline. So I mean, Andrew Mertz used to do it with the South African fans, like that kind of thing. Just that's engagement. So mm. I think that part of the game suffers because they don't want to offend anybody. They want everything to be family friendly. Like the Sevens was kind of killed when they tried to make it a family friendly. And that was event. one of the best Sevens events in the world. Yeah, exactly. So great. yeah, I think they've made some some kind of poor decisions in that regard. All right. Well, I feel like we solved all New Zealand's rugby's problems there. So you're there welcome, you everybody. Um, Scran, the person's called Scran. One of his mum and dad called him Scran, apparently. My question: Which player, past or present, would you most want to have a pint with? Cheers, boys. Ooh, who would be someone cool to have a pint with? I'm Richard Lowe, and I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. God. I'm going hard. Like we're getting on it at like 10 a.m. Right. We're we're fully going to get up to some mischief. Right. We it's going to be a big big um, mad Monday. Mm. You know, it's it's a full on day. You know, no cameras, no phones allowed. Right. Let's 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 go for it, Richard. Okay. Me and Lowy having a good time. I'd say. Mm. Did I not think about that long enough? Is yeah. that a little... You just thought, who would you like to get drunk with? Basically, <laughs> <laughs> ask him about fight stories and what did yeah, you actually exactly. get up to that wasn't yeah. caught on camera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a real tough one, eh? I mean, I'd love... I didn't find it that tough. Okay. Yeah. Be- Beastie Boy is one of my favorites, man. I, oh, yeah. I love I love seeing interviews with the Beast. He's uh, He seems like a real cool dude. I would love to have a... That's nice. Have a chat with that guy. Yeah, so you... Hey, I reckon he, he, he'd he have a few, a few quiet ones as well. Yeah, you reckon? But if you're yeah, he would uh, yeah. have the space to put it away. Mm. Okay, well, you had a very respectful answer. I had just like, who could I be the lowest common denominator with? There you go. Uh, yeah, that was that was that's the difference between the two of us. Um, J.K. Jerome. Okay. Um, is the person asking the next question? Question for next week. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. Okay. Do you think Volkanovski was robbed? <sighs> well, Tony. <laughs> And his uh, ah. determination to get me into the old UFC, he uh, he showed me 
I did. That fight after we finished did, recording did, the potty. And um, you didn't watch much of it. You, you we, like, we you, didn't. Well, we watched the first two rounds. The, the cyclone was saying it's still going and you yeah, had to yeah, roll. Yeah, I, I had to kind of, I had to skedaddle. But um, I don't think he was robbed. I think it was a close one. I think uh, the fact that it, like if it had been a split decision, I think it would have been, that would have made my kind of heart. Whereas one of the judges had it like clearly to, who's the other dude? It was uh, Islam Makachev. That's right. I, I don't think it was that clear. Then you were f- f- switching roles. From a, from I mean, to ask you names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, from from a guy who doesn't really watch much UFC. Just my gut feeling was that like it was it was. I'd love to say yeah. you're totally wrong, Mark. You're talking absolute shit, but that's pretty bang on the money. Um, I when I was watching it live, I was fully invested, right. really, really wanting El Volko to win. Yeah. And um, yeah, and really, really back his skills, mm. and it was razor thin. Mm. It was razor, razor thin. Right. So it's one of those fights that could go either way, and when it goes doesn't go your way, you can't. You can feel like ah oh, disappointed and kind yeah. of gutted, and been like a little bit remorseful about the fact that it didn't go your way when it really could have. Mm. Um, but it, it didn't go his way, and but you can't call it a robbery. Yeah. You can't call it a robbery, no. but you can just only take your hands off to Volk. Um, he gave it a good effort, man. Still pound for pound number one after that fight. Really, the, the Dagestani Islam Makachev is still number two. Wow! Because the whole thing about pound for pound is is this sort of fantastical sort of situation. If right. Everybody was the, the same, exact same way. Right, right, right. Was, so he was coming up a weight class okay. and had a razor thin fight right. with the lightweight champ when okay. he was featherweight. Okay. And it wasn't enough for him to, to be surpass him. Okay. Yeah, but then Islam has come out and said this is a conspiracy against Russians. Um. You know, okay, interesting. You know. you know the the fight sport that I was actually I've I've most followed in recent years. Please don't say power slap. Sumo. Oh, sumo is really fun to watch. Really? Yeah, I, I can't watch. Should the we whole... have a sumo here? <laughs> I can't watch the whole show. What is sumo takes hours because there's so much preamble yeah. to every fight, mm-hmm. and the fights are sometimes five seconds but the amount of time they take to get in the ring and do everything takes hours so i can't sit there and watch a whole bout but to watch like a so there's like a whole ceremony to it yeah oh yeah but it's like there's no weight classes oh really yeah so some of these guys are just enormous and they are like kind of pusher thrusters so they want to they just want to use their weight to shove other guys they all look like e-honda no there's just all kinds of different shapes and sizes some of the guys oh for sure Really? All the good guys are Mongolians. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh really? Yeah. All, all the top guys are Mongolians. Name three sumos. Uh, Hakuho was like the crusaders of, uh, of sumo. Ooh, but he, he, he retired kind of end of oh, end of last year. What a legacy uh, he makes. Tiron of Fuji is the... Oh, ah, Fuji! He's another Mongolian. Hakuho was Mongolian as well. Yeah. Uh, he was the... He's the only current Yokozuna, which is like oh. the ultimate kind of... Ultimate master! Elite rank sumo. There's other guys like Takiyasu. Takiyasu! I knew he would be a great sumo. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe he's got time to be the all black Honestly, it's, it's quite... <laughs> It's quite. You're it's actually quite really buzzing about yeah, it. Honestly, it's like there's there's pushers, thrusters, there's um there's, there's guys who like to get in on the old mawashi, the the belt. They want to oh. grab your belt and like flip you. There's this one guy, Tochinoshi, and he's this big. Where's he from? He's Eastern European, uh, and all he does is basically grab your belt, and he's just got huge. He just lifts yeah. guys up and walks them out of the ring oh, and wow. just drops them out. 
But he's got no skills anywhere what? else. So I, yeah. well, I want to talk about Sumo for the next hour now. It's fascinating. I, I kind of do. Hakuho was... I saw him in the kind of last year of his career. He was great because he could literally do everything. He could push... He could grab your belt. He was just like for a big looking like a fat guy, but I mean he's they all muscle. Are, they're all kind of fat. Yeah, though. like he was just so nimble. Like yeah, once in a generation talent, man. Honestly, oh, sumo, sumo. That's where it's at, Some people. Sumo, yeah, it's fun, and uh, they don't allow the guys to recover from injury, man. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get injured, so, you're expected to keep fighting. Otherwise, it's an automatic automatic forfeit because you have to uh, have a match every day for it? like 15 days or whatever the competition is. Oh really? Yeah. So if you um, like break an arm or something, you the guys go. You, out you keep every they... every match is a forfeit, and you keep losing. So, but ranks. if they do, it, do, do they get wild guys who go? Oh, broken arm. I mean, the, some of them will come yeah. out with their legs strapped and shit, and they, yeah. they you know they shouldn't be there. Because but, when yeah. they fall, there's a huge amount of weight falling. Mm-hmm. What kind of weights are we talking about? Oh, massive! These guys are enormous. Yeah, hundreds right. of kilos. Some of them, but not no. Some of them are really light and nimble. Can and we they just know in the comments below if you just want us to turn it. You know the the ultimate shit move you can do in sumo like the ultimate like dirt bag move you, you can do you, i forget the name of it do you the usm ultimate shit move there yeah you go. is USM. basically especially if you've got a really big fat guy because at, at the start of the sumo they both just basically usually run at each other shoot what you do is you I'm just sorry, I really you just dodge effects. you just dodge you just oh. get out of the way and the other guy just goes bam out of the ring it's seen as like the ultimate kind of douchebag move to do oh so it's like the man cad yeah it's oh, like the man cad of sumo wow. everyone looks at you like you dirty f- and if you, you dirty rat if you do it and the other guy doesn't go out of the ring you're in trouble <laughs> he's gonna so be he mad and he goes <laughs> <laughs> I love Sumo. Oh, yeah. oh, that was a bit of a tangent. Yeah, Especially you with the bit... tangent. Yeah, exactly. That was a great tangent. I loved it. Yeah. Sumo. Sumo is where it's at. Okay, well, uh, so yeah, I don't think it was a robbery, but it was... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It was tough. <laughs> I'm not usually uh, Hey, lads. It's a Scottish chap. It's lovely to hear some positive outside voices. It's one of these tiny ones. Here. Right. Uh, for quite a while, it's felt um, that our team has been... Internally, internally overhyped. Right. You read the rest of this one. This is the bottom one. Yeah. Internally uh, over. I'm going to grab a beer. Love it here. Internally overhyped and has resulted in some gentle mocking from outside voices. My question is, what are your views on Stuart Hogg, arguably a key man in the progression of this Scotland side, but still feels like he could should have been a bigger world star. Uh, Stuart Hogg, if I was to channel my father, uh, I would say he loves himself. He nah. loves himself a wee bit. Like he was doing the whole... But that's okay. He, he's, uh, you know... It's okay he, to love yourself, everybody. He's had the whole um, hair replacement thing. Oh. He, he dies there. He sends the... Advanced hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like um, when he was... He was captain. And when he was... When they gave the captaincy to somebody else... He put out kind of one of those double-edged sword, uh, you know, posts on social media saying like, oh yeah, congratulations, but this kind of sucks and I should have still been the captain. Like, not quite, yeah, that direct, but Mm. you could read between the lines. So, um, I think Stuart Hogg thinks he's pretty good. Stuart Hogg's a really good player. But Um, this this guy's saying that he's like, should have, could have, could have been, been, you know, one of like, Dan Carter-esque or something. Yeah, maybe. Sort of I mean, suggesting? there have been a few moments when you see Stuart Hogg do something where he just kind of has a brain fart. Like, I remember once 
when Scotland were really hyped up to go to Ireland and get a win and they just managed to kind of shit the bed once again. Like, he dropped the ball over the yeah. line. It's kind of one of those moments. I, I, from what I've seen of him, which is nowhere near as, as much as you have, he seems like a very classy player. Oh, for sure. He's like a player who has a lot of time on the ball. Mm. Um, big old boot. Yeah, really big boot. Does the fundamentals mm. pretty soundly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the only question i would have is um what where's the balance of that back three in the, mm. the scottish team with stain who's a you know very very quality player and mm. who's like a you know all wingers winger mm-hmm. and then you've got duhan, duhan. duhan who is in scotland and is one of the most exciting players mm. in the world right now and could have one of the biggest years of any player in rugby history if he mm. goes on with this sort of form um, and then you've got yeah Kinghorn. Mm. So those mm. are very three very and Kinghorn looked absolute class dynamite when mm. he came on. Real like had um, just quite explosive pace. Mm. You know it, it took the ball at speed and was very incisive mm. and like high knees. He, he runs real oh, high yeah. knees and sees and like uh, uh, him and and Duhan working in tandem. I was like a couple of those tries. Mm. One of those tries in particular I'm thinking about very very hard to stop for any team in the world mm. I, this is what I'm saying Scotland should be excited and mm. like then you got Hogg who's mm. a guy who is classy class mm-hmm. you know so but is he as big a star as he should be I, I don't know mm. I don't know but I don't know where he even fits in right now I, I mean obviously mm. he's, he's he's in the mix yeah you know he's right up there I mean I think he's probably not quite as consistent as some of the other guys but when he's on his best he's yeah he's one of the best in the world were we saying these guys names by the way oh did you say that guy's name no uh, sorry no. man uh, what was his name his name is JMN in football nice. thank you JMN football cheers thanks buddy did we say the last guy yeah JK Jerome I did, say that. did nice. say that okay well I think we gave him a relatively we gave him a, I was about to say an answer hmm. at least okay hold on i'm having some paper drama here we're on the final page everybody we made it oh here we go oh this guy um he's this guy here is a mate of um rian lu oh yeah I see rugby him. rugby i see him commenting on his on his things every all the time question that's a question there's a couple of questions well, who's, here who's the guy who usually buys the drinks was the question who, who's the guy uh oh, sh- <laughs> i gave him a big a big bill and I didn't even say his name. Mm. Um, everyone should go check out his channel actually because I have and it's really cool. I subscribed. It's Villa Farrell Stop Motion. Oh, nice. Uh, he does stop motion like uh, really cool kind of retro feeling uh, stop motion to like Star Wars stuff. Oh, cool. and it's, it's really kind of funky. Nice. Look at that. You can see it there. Yeah. There's a clip of it. Wouldn't be a real if he like copyrighted us. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Question who usually buys the drinks is right. number one. He's got two questions. Okay. And then question two, uh, Tony is easily distracted by Mark's hairy McMassive legs. McMassive, <laughs> like somehow they're a product of McDonald's. Mm. Um, uh, what is Mark distracted by? Thanks, guys. Always enjoy your chatter and musings. Well, I think we Thanks, know man. that I am distracted by Sumo. That's that's become very much apparent. Wow. Speaking of big, sweaty legs. And if you watch the old Sumo, you'll see some big, sweaty <laughs> asses as well. Because yeah, those yeah. Mawashis don't cover the backside. No, they don't. So, um, okay, yeah. stop with the Zoom. Okay, okay. Um, who buys the drink? Well, the, here's the way this podcast works I drive here from my home, and uh, if you can think of pretty much anything else be it the recording, the yeah. editing, the drink buying, it's that this guy. So, that's the way this, happily, that's the way this happily, works. Happily, happily, yes, it's, it's, it's the way it works. 
and it seems to work. Um, okay, and um, but what? Is, so you're distracted by sumo? Apparently. Anything else you're distracted by? Apparently, I'm distracted by your legs. I can't stop looking at them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anything else you could be distracted by? Uh, you're just, well, that's the whole kind of thing. You're distracted by the weird shit that I say. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, this guy. There you go. Thank you, Villa Pharrell, Stop Motion. Go check out his channel. Subscribe. Like. Let's get him to a million subs, everybody. <laughs> if he gets three subs off this job video, done. that's a job done. That's great. Oh, God. Max Weeks is this guy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually more of a fan of Min Months. Than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one of these super small ones again. I'm gonna have to go. How's it with guy with the glasses is reading this? Because you've got the glasses. Hey guys, I look forward to this podcast more than any other rugby content after the game. So that's awesome. Thanks, man. That that's the feels. That's the feels. I love that. Um, I have a question. Current players, Northern versus Southern Hemisphere. What team would win? Okay, I'm assuming that's if you picked uh, all Southern for 15 or... Oh, it's almost like the same question, but it's... Uh, on the like same note, win? retired players, North versus South, who would win? I mean, historically, the South, oh. I mean, World Cups has had the edge over the North, so I'm going to lean that way with retired, but we if I was going to go a current balance of power, you couldn't... Current balance of power, I would give it to the uh, Northern Hemisphere. Mm. Um, historically, you can't argue with nine World Cups. Mm. Or no, eight World Cups versus one. Mm. so i think and to be fair like you you very much see a southern hemisphere team picking it up this year as well yeah you know? for sure for sure if you picked the i mean if you picked a northern versus other team it's it's a flip of a coin isn't it really both sides I don't know. are like, phenomenal we could go deep into the nuts of it and yeah. you'd have to get all the stats of all the players yeah, who's gonna be the best halfback who's you'd, the you'd, best you'd collate all your depth charts and it would be it'd be a you could good so give us give us five minutes. We'll go through all Mark's stats, and uh, we'll get back to you. But uh, yeah, I think. But just our gut feel right now, I'd, I'd give it to the Northern Hemisphere. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Novmum. Novmum. Novmum is one of the OGs on the Two Cents channel. She's this been she around for ages. She, she commented. On, this is on my channel. Oh, she fantastic. Come on, you Novmum. She's down in Hamilton. If those of you who are watching this on Mark's channel, there's another channel. Yeah, we put last week's episode on there. So this it's... is how it works. His channel one week, my yeah. channel the next week. Yeah. I think there was one of the questions I didn't actually put in there. Could was like, you like create could, a new could... channel? And it's like... Uh... Creating new channels on YouTube kind of sucks. Yeah, well, no, it, it doesn't... If if you have enough clout to get it going, mm. it's okay. But the biggest thing about a YouTube channel is actually the hardest bit is it's actually... the initial period. Getting the, the algo to be like, uh, you're okay. Ignition charge. Like, if you, uh, do an experiment, guys, out there. You have never done a channel, you've never had a channel before, you've never uploaded a video, but you've got an account. Film yourself doing something yeah. like, I don't know, building a fence or Upload something. Upload it and watch you get uh, no views. You will get maybe two views or something, and that's yourself checking that it's up. And then you call someone and say, is, is this, can you see this? And that's, yeah, so it's... That's basically how it go, works. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it takes a bit of warming up. It's a bit of a beast. Uh, is Pool B... Now the pool of death because it's got South Africa, Ireland, and Scotland in it. That's a very good point. Mm. Yeah, Scotland, Scotland are my sneaky at the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, I have made this bloody video about them, haven't well, I? Well, prior to the Six Nations, I think Scotland were kind of relatively written off in that pool. You've got South Africa and Ireland, so you're not going to make it. Yeah. But not a, anymore, surely. They could pick up a win against one of those teams. All they need is to yeah. get one. Those are huge games. It's a little bit like the Football World Cup where all the pool games are bloody huge, you know? Mm. 
And I, I think they could... They could they've definitely got a decent chance of getting out. Mm. They got the worst chance of those three teams. Mm-hmm. But, but if they got out, it wouldn't be surprised. Not really anybody. It wouldn't be... Oh, wouldn't that sting for Ireland if they were the ones who didn't actually... Didn't go out in the quarterfinal without <laughs> the full stages. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. Scotland's record against uh, Ireland was terrible, like... but if they were going to do it, that would be the time to do it. Yeah, man. What an upset that would be. Yeah. Jeez Louise. It'll be tasty. It's going to be tasty. Yeah, that, that is a tasty I mean, pool. I think in terms of like the highest ranked teams all in one pool, that's the pool to do. Because that's, yeah. that's teams, what, four, one, one, four, and five. One, four, and five. Yeah, so it is the pool of death. And four could easily easily be three. Yeah. What, what they're like a couple of points. A couple yeah. of points. I think there's a bit point. of a gap between Scotland and South Africa, but yeah, the other two are not that far. Fair play for South South Africa getting up up there, eh? Mm. Like, wow, yeah, that's really interesting because we we're all just like, oh man, well they're gonna face somebody in the they're talking about Ireland. They're mm. gonna face somebody in those quarterfinal games. She's gonna be a fair old challenge coming from. I, I, I just look at the players in mm. Scotland and Scotland have got some it's a quality outfit it is yeah and they're finally playing to their potential wow uh, Connor Smith hello Connor says if you had to sleep with an all black who and why this is an easy question for me super super easy <laughs> an all black it's not Caitlin Doris what do you mean it's so easy for you it's so easy who would you sleep with? Are you going... Um, Aaron Smith. Why Aaron Smith? I doesn't have to have sex with him. He's got to sleep no, with him. No, you're going to f*** him. Go on, oh, like, no. Come on, dude. No, no, no. No, no he's talking about... I, I, I come on, take it in the spirit the no, question was no, given. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. no, no you've got to f*** it all back, okay? You've got to f*** it all back, okay? That's what the question is. He's not asking you about who you would, like, like go top and tail with. Like, well, it's not going to be Sam Whitelock because I, <laughs> I don't want to spoon anybody. Imagine the cock on that, man. Oh, oh, oh. Um, There's no right answer to that question. I would... I, I, uh, okay. I've, what was the... Um, no, no, we've got to try and answer it. Gun to the head, that sort of situation. Okay. Uh, you want to go first or should I go first? Go on, then. You go. What's the name of the guy who came out? Oh, I can't remember. The prop. Uh, yeah. That guy and his name. Yeah. Uh, he's such a not a very well known all black. Yeah. you can tell. Single digit caps. Big, yeah, 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 yeah. But it would because oh, I knew this question was coming. Okay. Because I already had the. I should have looked up his name maybe. Yeah. But then I was thinking to myself, been like, would it be worth? Because I was thinking it would be okay if it was him, because it wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't like as long as he was consensual. <laughs> he may not be. Look at you, fuck <laughs> now. He got standards. He's got the most chance of being consensual. Yeah. Okay, and like, but then I was like. Uh, then you know and like it, it would be okay but then I'd be like then I was like then he could potentially enjoy it would that be worse or would it be better with someone you've given this far too yeah, much for a throwaway but yeah I would say I'd say the bloke who's already gay okay uh, yeah. that makes sense yeah okay and, with that. and uh, what about you pal I'll just go with that no no come on you have to come up with a reason contextualize it give us give us some meat on it that's what the people want I can see them out there going come on Mark like Who, yeah, who's the least hairy all black? D Mac. <laughs> okay, D Mac. There you go. My wife quite likes D Mac. So all right, there you, go. you can um, there you, you can go. have your wicked way with him, and then your wife goes. <laughs> yeah. This is are you sure this is going on my channel. This should go on your channel. Uh, Eric Davidson, Davidson, sorry, not Davidson. Uh, could any national coach lose his job or resign before the World Cup? Jesus, it's been so oh, many. Yeah, it's been a revolving door. 
Um, surely we're done. I think we're done with with uh, coaches being uh, replaced. There's a moth if... flying around. Look at that thing. Go, moth, go. I went to Bad Religion the other night. Do you know Bad Religion? I don't know what that is. It's a, a punk band. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, I don't know why the moth reminded me of Bad Religion. Maybe coaches going to lose their job. Oh, all of a sudden, Fuzzy's I was, all of a sudden, I was like, job. why is there a question about a moth? Greg Townsend's not going to lose his job. Fabian Galtier's not going to lose his job. I don't think so. Eddie no. Jones has just been appointed. I think we're safe. I think that's it. Never say never. Unless it's one of the teams who are like, you know, one of the, the lower ranked Chile teams. Chile Georgia. Yeah. Chile, they had an incredible run to get Yeah, them, exactly. So. So I think unlikely, was, unlikely. But if yeah. someone, if um, Gats doesn't get a win before the World Cup. Well, they're not going to sack. He's on a two million pound contract. Uh, they got their money as it is. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Rough deal for those guys. There you go. There's only one more question. All right. One more question. It's a long one, so you can read that one. Okay. Uh, Sogol... Uh, Fago Malo. Another one of the OGs, been around for a long time. Is that his name? So'o. So'o, sorry. So'o Fago Malo. Am I drinking a Fago Malo? Yeah, So'o Fago Malo. So'o Fago Malo. Uh, the worst thing about this podcast is I cannot listen to these in public anymore. I end up cracking up and guffawing <laughs> at the stuff you guys talk about. Ha <laughs> ha! Like that question, the question <laughs> ago. What is guffawing? I like a guffaw. Guffaw. <laughs> I don't that's think I ever used the word guffaw in like conversation. Thank you, Solo. So, oh, that's a very nice thing to say. Um, gents, please keep up the great work. This mm. is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, and look look forward to them every week. Thank you, Solo. Very kind of you. But his question was, what would your favorite? What um, what is your favorite rugby memory? Could be a game, a try, meeting a rugby legend, etc. Anything else? Oh, I've got. Can I have two? Yeah, go on. So, favorite rugby moment, I actually, one of my very first videos was actually about it, was the moment that um, Carl Spencer threw an absolutely oh, yeah. day like a cruise, the Crusaders, maybe 2004, something like that. Yep. They were pinned on the line, they were only up by one point, he just needed, and there was still like 30 seconds to play or something, or actually a minute to play or something like that. Own, he, own goal line. Yeah, own goal line, he throws this wild looping pass, check out the video. There's a card to it because Mark, you've done a card for me again. Thanks, pal. Two on one, one video. That's great. <laughs> All these beeps. That's what this come around to. Okay. Uh, he does this incredible rainbow pass right, right in front of mm. the goalpost. Mm. Um, Rokothoku takes it. Lots of things happen. He yeah. ends up with it bursting down the field. He's in the clear. He's going to score it, but he walks it round. Yeah. To walks around to the corner and has and he gets Tui Tupoto Tui Tupoto Tui Tupo Rokothoko, Doug Hallett, they all sort of flank him. Yeah. And he puts it down and he flips the bird to the, and to the Canterbury County. Yeah, and it's, it's, not even like and it's gorgeous rugby. It's, yeah. it's amazing stuff. Uh, that's probably as satisfying. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my... The I've met a few rugby players, but one moment uh, I can think of, I was working on this, the New Zealand Apprentice, the first season of the New Zealand Apprentice. And we were shooting in a hotel that was in a penthouse... <laughs> And then I had to go up and down the lifts. And the time. someone so asked I was... you if you had to sleep with an old one. And this is how it happened. Um, so we're going up and down the lifts constantly. And, and like, and I remember I was just in there. I was like tired. It was like, I don't know. Was, I was always tired. But I, I got in there and I just let, let a ripper of a fart go. <laughs> like, really. And I was like, oh, she's wafty. <laughs> 
And then it opens up on a different floor, and who comes walking through <laughs> into all my pockets? Smoking Joe Stanley. <laughs> he walks in. And I'm, I'm an honest guy, so I said, I'm sorry, I just did a massive fight. <laughs> I'm sorry, and he was like, ah, it happens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Just cool about it. Yeah, nice. it was cool about it. He was like, "Yeah, nice." Yeah, I smoking Joe Stanley. Nice. Mm. Uh, Twenty Eleven World Cup. I certainly oh, remember yeah. that one, but I wouldn't say I enjoyed that. That one was more like relief. But yeah, that was a weird buzz. I remember watching. Where were you watching it? In a bar in oh, Wuhan, China, right. with my Australian rugby league friend, um, smoking lots of cigarettes because I. Just had to get through that. Smashing the darts. Yeah, basically. Uh, but I mean, for ones I enjoyed, 2015 World Cup final. I was watching that one, my old man. That one was a great one. And then I was texting my Aussie mate who was um, watching it in Australia at the same time. He was down in the dumps and they started to come back. And it was just a great watch. So yeah. that one, just one like... Of the, probably for the men's World Cup, that was probably the best yeah, game of it. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And then, uh, yeah, I guess meeting the player. Like, I met... Gary Wetton as a child and he was just really cool like he signed some shit for me and I don't know just like you know did you uh, fart in front of him? did it fart in front of him no but I remember like Zinzan Brook would never do that kind of stuff he was another one of the big names like my brother had like an autograph book and you, know, you used to be able to run onto the field after the games and you used to be able to chase the players yeah, down like yeah. Zinzan would never that. do that he would just gap it as fast as he could my brother kind of hated him for it because uh, my brother got quite close to Zinny and he noinked oh just really no, um, Gary Wetton it was like some signing event. I vaguely remember it as a child. But I just remember him being real patient and real... That's good. Yeah, just real cool about it. Like, as a kid, like, that's the kind of stuff... As a it means kid, a lot you, to you. You have that experience. As a kid, you get, you get connected with the team. You get connected with the game. I remember uh, being a young man going to... Only where domain would have been 10, 11, 12, mm. something like that. And, like, getting trying to get autographs. It was the era of, like, Glenn Osborne, mm-hmm. Eric Rush, Frank yeah. Barnesport, a little greats of... Exactly. And I remember going into the sheds oh, like wow. after the game, not invited by the way. I right. just walked in. Nice. I just like the ticket but I was like, "There's a door open." I You're walked in, there. and then I was walking around the sheds, and it was like ten, just like naked, massive <laughs> men walking around, and I was just asking for autographs, and they were like, "Okay." <laughs> and I remember, do you know Slade McFarlane by any chance? The name sounds familiar. He was a prop, a bit okay. of a cult hero in North Harbour, right. and he had, and there was a McDonald's across the road. He had, he had three Big Macs next nice. to him, so I was like, "What? A, what a stud!" Yeah, and then uh, oh, I think he bowled a little. Yeah, I think he was having. A, I have a small memory of him having a this, having a cheeky dart. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's that nice. sort of era. There would have been like ninety. Maybe 96, okay. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe 96, 90, 90, somewhere between 94 and 96, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel that level of engagement has been, obviously you can't walk into the changing rooms, you can't even go on the field these days. You know By the way, I, I think I was just being ballsy, being right. a ballsy little shit. Nice. Kind of went in there. nice. But that level of, like, once I went to a Super Rugby game in the last couple of years, they allowed us onto the field after the game and it was seen as a big, whoa. Yeah. And all the players stayed out and engaged with the kids and... Honestly, that's the kind of stuff that takes a kid who's just been dragged along by their dad to make them yeah. a lifelong fan of the game. Well, I remember I've gone to a couple of games at the MCG, yeah. and like I remember going um, when I was like sixteen or something like that. I went with my uncle, and 
my dad and stuff, and it was Essendon versus, versus Freo or something like that. And at the end of the game, it was just like a done thing. They open yeah. it up, and everybody, everyone brings balls. Right. And they go out in the game, they and go the on the thing, and they yeah. everyone has a kickabout. Yeah, exactly. And you, you, get to chance, you get a chance to score a goal yeah. at, at the MCG, which, you know, for me, was just cool because it was, it was a massive stadium. But yeah. for these kids who have grown up loving yeah. AFL their entire lives, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, you know, you're on the very... And then... And it's no big drama or yeah. anything like that. You, people don't stick around forever. Like yeah. you leave within about half an hour, yeah. forty-five minutes. And it would, but that's it would be lovely to have more of that sort of that's stuff. Like every it? childhood memory I have, because my dad took me to so many games. All the stuff I remember is not. I don't remember any like that was a great try, great tackle. I don't remember any of that crap as a yeah. kid. Because as a kid, I was probably running around playing with other kids as a really young kid. Maybe you were watching the game a bit more than me, but. Uh, I, what do I remember tries? I remember tries from ninety four. Okay, okay. So when you're but, almost 10, 11 kind of thing. Yeah. Most of the well, stuff I remember is like meeting the players, um, and just I don't know, like all the non necessarily like actual rugby stuff. Like I remember yeah. just mucking around with other kids and yeah, taking a ball to the ground and chucking it around. Eden Park's got a number two field, so you'd go in the number two field and have a play around. Like yeah. your parents didn't care. Yeah, exactly. Your parents just let you have a run around, so. Yeah, I feel like that's the stuff that had me kind of getting the positive vibes Memories for the game. Whereas my dad would be like, yeah, all alone in the moonlight. Bugger off, and I'll watch the game, you know what I mean? So, yeah, very yeah. nice. Well, that was a lo lovely little nostalgic mm. feel. Like, by the way, when we record these, we never have any idea how long they've gone for. Yeah. So, we, 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 aim, for it, we aim for about an hour. And then sometimes we get off these and then we go, Whoa. holy shit, it's gone an hour and a half. Yeah, and then I cut a little bit out. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you and your editing abilities. Thanks, man. I'm glad I've got a little bit. haven't done enough editing in the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Flex. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening. Once again, thank you very yeah. much. For... We genuinely love that feedback, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, I feel like... like it seems like you, know, you can say that as just kind of a polite response but no it's genuinely 100%. awesome to see 100% because like you're watching us on a screen anywhere in the world but very very easily any of you could be in this room with us and shooting you would just shooting the shit 100% Basically. it's just yeah like it, 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 it's just the way people talk mm. you know so we're glad that you enjoy it if you do enjoy it and if you don't enjoy it then you're probably not listening <laughs> especially not by one hour or whatever it is into the podcast 100% 100% so. All right, well, it's another podcast. Well done. You can. Where can you listen? Spotify. You've got to shake my hand again. Spotify. <laughs> I just can't get enough. It's that question that had me vibing. Um, I don't know if you're turned on more about the... Kaylin Doris. You to sleep with or Kaylin Doris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call this. Spotify, so. Google Podcasts. Um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast, you yep. can find us. And uh, Super Rugby this weekend, Six Nations this weekend, MLR this weekend. I'm so psyched about the MLR. I know, that's the one thing. If you're going to watch one thing this weekend, it's probably oh, the yeah, MLR. It's, it's going to be the hand jackers. They, they, they broke an attendance record, the best ever attendance. Six people turned up. The San Diego Legion had over like 11,000 people oh, attending wow. the game, which is bigger than some Super Rugby crowds. Yeah, that's, that's true. True. Uh, well done, people in San Diego. Fantastic San Diego. San That's Diego's team. All right. Martin's Martin's still pulling the crowds. Still All right. There you go. You can hear the music. You hear the music? No. No, no it's. You're silly because you can <laughs> hear it. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Take it easy out there.